What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Neg Derp's Nest. I am your host, Chris Pridgen. Have another fun and exciting episode for you today. I will be joined later by a special guest, good friend of mine, Mr. Jason Culliver. Uh, we're going to discuss um, the path of you know, a video game streamer, what you have to go to to be recognized, and uh, we also discuss a, a community, per se, uh, among fellow video gamers. Um, but before I get into that, let's talk a little bit of wrestling, shall we? So, first things first, um, the War Raiders were called up last week on Monday Night Raw during the Superstar Shake-Up, and <laughs> they were renamed the Viking Experience. Internet went absolutely crazy over these guys uh, with the renaming of it. Uh, it just came off as a joke. So, the WWE listened. And they're now the Viking Raiders. So, it's better than the Viking Experience. Uh, though one of their finishers is now called the Viking Experience. Um, but, there's a rumor right now that they might be changing their name from the Viking Raiders. Again. Well, no. So, I guess we shall see. Uh, what happens with the carousel of the name changes continues but uh, as they're called by now the Viking Raiders came out and they're supposed to go against Lucha House Party I guess a 2v3 handicap match I don't know if it's really ever discussed but the match never happened um, <laughs> the Viking Raiders pretty much showed their finishing moves via the expense of the Lucha House Party. So the Viking Raiders are off to a hot start other than their name being, obviously. Uh, we got to see a familiar face come back to the WWE Spotlight this week. Uh, there's been some, some promos here. I guess not really promos by him, but some little ads per se. Um, that was very Bray Wyatt-ish, and sure enough, he is back. Uh, he came out in this Firefly Funhouse TV gimmick. It was almost like a dark and demented Pee Wee Herman's Funhouse. Uh, it was very creepy. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, he poked fun at his uh, his character that he's been going through. Uh, so the last we saw him was with like you know the butcher apron on and whatnot. But Bray Wyatt, he's lost. He's definitely lost a lot of fat off his body, that's for sure. And he is just jacked now. You couldn't really tell based off what he was wearing, because he's wearing like a sweater and didn't really, you know, show too much. But uh, via social media posts, dude is huge now. So I'm excited for his return because he can definitely get some things going that uh, could possibly be missing as far as some of the heel aspect uh, in the WWE right now. I wonder where he's gonna come back. You know, with this gimmick, is it gonna be? Is he gonna be put into like, you know, Samoa Joe being on Raw now, or wherever Bray Wyatt ends up, whether it be Raw or SmackDown? Is he gonna be in the mid card championship? You know, going after either the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title. Either way, uh, mid card, top card, or the main card. You know, whenever he's back fully, I'm I'm excited to see some fun things because that guy can go in the ring and he cut some awesome promos. Uh, Becky Two Belts. She's had an interesting couple weeks. So, 
because she is Becky Two Belts, at the next pay-per-view, Money in the Bank, she is defending both belts in two different matches. Which, by the way, uh, some of you who are wrestling fans have caught this. Becky Two Belts. They're letting them use the word belts again for the longest time. You know, they had to be titles, championships. They could not use belts. Vince just hated it for some reason. Uh, but Becky got the approval. So she's Becky Two Belts. Uh, she'll be defending her Raw Women's Championship against Lacey Evans. And then she'll be defending her SmackDown's Women's Championship against the Queen Charlotte Flair. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if she lost, say, the SmackDown title to Charlotte. I mean, because I don't know how they can continue her two belts. Is she literally going to have to defend both belts at every pay-per-view? I mean, if so, good for her. She has a great cardio. I mean, I'm down to watch it. She's fun to watch in the ring, obviously. She is the man. Um, But I'm I'm excited to see where this is going because it kind of looked like there for a second they're going to unify the men's titles as well. So I wasn't sure if they were just going to unify all the belts to one show. But um, I guess not. So we shall see what happens with L. Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans and Becky versus Charlotte in main event. So uh, before I get to what happened to the Raw main card Universal Championship scene, let's talk a little bit about SmackDown and the WWE Championship. So as I mentioned in last week's episode, um, Kevin Owens was filling in for Big E because Big E's out for you know injury right now. Um, but we all knew it was eventually going to happen, and it happened. Mr. Kevin Owens turned heel on Kofi. Uh, he delivered super kick to Kofi right in the jaw, which was nice. Well, he he just has beautiful super kicks, super kicks. Um, and then he delivered the devastating power bombs to the apron on Mr. Xavier Woods. Uh, that move just always looks cringing because, like, they always say that's the hardest part of the apron. Like, the hardest part of the ring is the apron, you know, where all the support is. And just, like, I get it, like, they're trained to take bumps a certain way, but that can't feel good to be power bombed onto, like, a side of a ring. Like, it just metal and wood and everything just doesn't sound nice. So I'm sure we'll be seeing at Money in the Bank Kevin Owens versus Kofi for the WWE Championship. Uh, nothing's been confirmed yet, but I'm sure it's going to happen. Now, as far as Raw went uh, for the Universal Championship scene, it was cool. Um, they changed it up a bit. Now... <laughs> As far as the delivery of execution of them announcing what happened wasn't the best. Apparently, they kind of rushed things just to get Raw on the air. But, you know, it's whatever. I, I, I've i never ran a TV show. I mean, I'm struggling just learning how to do this podcast thing right now. So, I mean, you know, hey, they have issues starting Raw, whatever. But anyways, uh, there were two triple threat mat- matches announced. The winners of each triple threat match would then become the number one contender for the Universal Championship and face Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank. Um, so the f- first, the two matches are Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles versus United States Championship champion Samoa Joe, which by the way, Joe just got moved to Raw. So like, I thought I was going crazy there for a second, seeing both the IC title and the US title 
on SmackDown, but Joe's on Raw now, so they're split up again. But anyway, so it's going to be Ray versus AJ versus Joe for the first match. Uh, then the second match was Drew McIntyre versus The Miz versus Baron Corbin. Um, the Ray and AJ and Joe match, um, you know, you can imagine those three guys in the ring. It was a pretty good match. Um, Ray definitely looks like he's still slowed down a bit from that injury. Hopefully it doesn't last for too uh, much longer. But it was a good match. Uh ended with, you know, AJ Styles catching Rey Mysterio, doing a powerbomb to him in a way. And then AJ does the Styles Clash to Rey Mysterio, landing on Joe's chest. And then AJ won the first match. It was a pretty good match. Um, all three guys were going at it, and you can definitely tell a lot was taken out of them. Um, as far as the second triple threat match, that was a different story. So Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin pretty much teamed up to dismantle the Miz for a lot of the match, you know, two on one, even though it was a triple threat, because, you know, Baron and Drew have had their alliance per se. Uh, and then Baron turned on Drew, so that, that got interesting seeing them finally go at it. Um, so then, to finish the match, Drew McIntyre hits The Miz with the Claymore kick, which if you guys haven't seen it, this is one of the best finishers I've seen. Just execution, how Drew launches his body across the ring. It's pretty cool. So Drew hits Miz with the Claymore, and then right when he's about to go for the cover, Baron Corbin throws Drew McIntyre the ring, and pins Miz, and Corbin wins. So, there's a definitely a uh, big difference between the first two matches. Um, you know, the first one, Ray, AJ, and Joe, like I said, all three of those guys are working pretty good throughout the match. You, know, you, could, you could definitely tell that they're exhausted. Uh, whereas the second match, Corbin, he didn't really have that hard of a time, and he, he didn't even have to use his finisher for the win, per se, because, you know, he threw Drew out of the ring. Um... So it made a really nice main event, which ended up being AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin to face Rollins at Money in the Bank, like I said, for the Universal Championship. Now, going back to the two matches of them having earlier in the night, AJ was exhausted. Uh, he tried hitting the Styles Clash a few times on Baron, just wasn't working. Um, Corbin hit the deep six, which, you know, by that time he hit it, AJ just looked spent. So I'm like... Alright, Baron Corbin is about to get a championship match. And then AJ pulls out the calf crusher, and then he hits Baron Corbin with the phenomenal forearm for the win. And I just thought it was great. Um, AJ struggled a lot during the match, and it was just it was great storytelling from the early two matches, like I said, with AJ being exhausted and Baron not really doing anything. Um, and, you know, Corbin kind of stole his way into that match by throwing AJ out of the ring. Uh, and just the fact that he couldn't even hit the stop, AJ couldn't hit the Styles Clutch because he was so exhausted. Just fantastic. Uh, so AJ got the win, like I said. And then afterwards, uh, Seth Rollins came out and they shook hands. So I am super duper, super duper duper excited for this match of Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the Universal Championship at Money in the Bank. Uh, you're going to see two of arguably the best performers in the world right now about to just go at it. Uh, hopefully they give them a good amount of time on that card. B 
because whatever building those two guys go in, especially if they end up in this, if they're in the same ring like they're going to be, they can tear the house down. So if you guys aren't into wrestling yet, and this podcast is getting you in a way to enjoy wrestling, I'm just going to throw a prediction out there. This AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins Universal Championship match is going to be an instant classic, and I'm super excited for it to happen. So, that's going to be all the wrestling I'm going to be talking about for now. Um, I'm just super excited to get my man Jason on here. But before I get Jason on here, you know what time it is. It's time for me to take that quick ad break. So, uh, about a minute or so, you get to hear a little more of my sexy voice. You know what I mean? Just a little slowed down because I'm reading an ad and I'm not the best reader in the world. But anyways, take a quick ad break and then we'll be back with Mr. Jason Culver. So without further ado, Jason Culliver. All right, my man, Jason, thank you very much for coming on, my man. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely, man. So uh, we've been playing video games for a while together since uh, we met when we opened up Horseshoe Cincinnati then. Correct. Jeez, uh, what was that? 2013. Oh, my gosh. Was six years ago <laughs> yep, we started. six years. Jeez Louise. So our our gaming together has definitely uh, evolved Correct. over these six years. Has, has. Um, so why don't you uh, just let me out, uh, help me out here. Uh, what do you have going on right now as far as your video game world? Uh, just, just tell me what you got going on. Okay, so currently I run a Twitch channel called, creatively enough, twitch.tv slash Jason Colliver. Um, <laughs> where I stream a little bit of everything. I stream four days a week, and I will stream anything from Pokemon trading card game to Fortnite to Overwatch to a lot of the main games that are out there. Mm -hmm. um, and along with that, I also run the Discord community of Super Average Gaming. So that's, that's kind of where I am right now. Okay. Um, so... To the streaming aspect of that, how did, how did you get started in the streaming? Because you kind of led me in that direction, and I just want to know, how did you get started in it? So, actually, I was led into it by my wife's cousin, who runs uh, an esports organization uh, that's actually no longer around. But he got me into streaming, uh, and he was like, hey, let's play together, and we can actually stream together, and we can see what each other are doing, and that kind of thing, and that just kind of boosted me into, like, wanting to get out there, and put my game out there, and then I started making friends on there, and that things just kind of kept rolling in like that, so it was pretty pretty good way to do that, so. Right. Uh, so, for those who uh, do stream already know this, uh, but those who don't, uh, you you kind of have to go down a path with the streaming. Uh, the path I'm on right now is the path to affiliate. Um, so could you touch on that? How'd you, how, what's your journey been like through the streaming aspect, and where are you now? So I started my first ever actual stream of playing games was Halloween of 2017. I had been watching other people stream on Twitch, like I said, and then... Um, when I got the bug to actually put it out there, it was Halloween night of 2017. I had just gotten done putting the kids to bed after taking them out trick-or-treating and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, 
I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm playing anyways. I might as well put it on Twitch. And so we got, I went from there to the path to affiliate uh, started not long afterward. But what it, what you have there is you have to get, at least with Twitch, you have to get 50 followers. You have to stream on like eight days out of the month. You have to stream for a total of 12 hours. But then the biggest thing for me was you got to have an average of three viewers per stream, mm-hmm. like concurrently. So, um, that's actually where I struggled the most. And so seeing that struggle made me want to help other people get who are going down that same path, which is why I created uh, Super Average Gaming. We we kind of do that where we help each other out. Um, because one thing with, with Twitch especially is like you, you have to be one or one of a couple different things. You can either be really good at the game, you can be really entertaining, or you can be both. Right. And so I know personally I'm not great at a game. I'm as it says, super average. Hey, we, we, we did a lot of bushwalking over the past couple years. Yeah. Hiding in bushes, trying to outlive people, man, that was that was the name of the game. And so and I realized that that wasn't quite as entertaining. It may be funny, but it wasn't quite as entertaining, so I've I've graduated from that, I, I like to say. Right. Um, so as far as the entertaining aspect, uh, you know, obviously the industry that we met in is very entertaining uh, oriented. Uh, so how did you take that and then bring it over to the streaming world? How, how do you go about entertaining um, your viewers? I mean, for example, you can touch on what you did last night, which oh, completely, Jesus. completely shook me. <laughs> okay, so... Once you once you become an affiliate on Twitch, you get what you get people who support you called subscribers, uh, and they actually pay money to support you as a streamer. Well, I have this thing where if you are a subscriber to the channel, like whenever you re up your subscription, I have the Bean Boozled Jelly Beans, which are uh, are kind of like based off of the Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans from uh, from Harry Potter, right? And it's you there's the same jelly bean but two different flavors so for example one of them that i'm looking at is either tutti frutti or stinky socks or the one that shook me last night was um strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish um and so (laughs) so for every time you get a every time i get a sub personally i spin a wheel that gives me a random option of one of those well last night one of my supporters donated 15 different subs to people in my community and so i did that's incredible first off right there for someone to donate 15 subscriptions i mean that's it was it was pretty awesome of him but in order to in order to fulfill the challenge in a timely manner i did the oh so genius thing of doing them all at once and that that was a horrible idea i'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there you can you imagine if you would have been doing that, like, in the middle of a build battle, how awful that could have gone for you? I think that was his goal. <laughs> um, but luckily, I was able to choke them down in time. It still took about five minutes, but yeah, that was not fun. There is a clip out there on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Jason Collar, of, uh, of the horrible decision. Let's just put it that way. Oh, it, it it looked horrible, and I felt for you. Uh, but you, you definitely pulled it out. 
Um, one thing I want, I want to touch on is, you know, obviously I'm, I'm on the path right now to affiliate and, you know, this is going to help me along with uh, some of the listeners where you have to get to 50 followers, you mm-hmm. know, that's, that's not easy. You know, that neither is the average, you know, three viewers, a stream I'm at 2.9 right now. So I nice. remember you being there, the 2.9 is like mm-hmm. the worst part. You're like, come on. But, yeah. um, as far as your, uh, networking and your people skills how did you go about getting to the 50 followers so there's a couple different ways um one of the ways that if you're just out there grinding by yourself you'll see a lot of people pop into your chat say hey follow for follow this that and the other Mm -hmm. um i personally don't believe in that in the long run is a strong way to do it because you may get the followers but you don't get a community you don't get people that come back they're just doing it mainly to help themselves which is cool and so i i maintain that you do whatever you can to get to 50 followers if that means you go follower for follow for follow do what you got to do but after you get to that point find yourself a community for example i joined a community called team b42 it's run by a guy out of florida who is a who's an excellent social media marketer um and he ran he runs a community that when i joined it was a couple hundred people and is now i think a thousand strong wow yeah and so uh through that i was able to network and uh and get a lot of ideas from that well my biggest thing about that was that that was geared toward this one guy Mm -hmm. and it was geared to getting him like it was B42 because his username was Benda42. Right. I had my own Discord channel of Colliver Gaming. And I was like, "You know what? I I I'm, I'm the kind of guy who I like to spread the love. I don't like everything to be about me." Mm-hmm. And so I wanted it to be about my community. So I changed it from Colliver Gaming, which was really me-centric, to Super Average Gaming, which is really broad and out there and it can be anybody's. And very genius, if I may <laughs> so, say so myself. Because, you know, um, one of the things that, you know, scares a lot of people uh, who are getting introduced into, you know, the self-promotion, the streaming world, uh, I know it definitely scared you, scared me, and it kind of holds, I think, Skilly back a bit, uh, is getting out there and building that community and finding people who actually want to support you and... Uh, especially based on your gaming style, because not everyone's ninja, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, if Skilly wanted to, he could possibly quit his job and devote himself to be that level, but... Yeah, he's a monster. He's he's incredible. Um, but that it, a lot of people who stream, like you touched on earlier, think that you have to be absolutely fantastic at the game. And that's not the case. That's not the case, because honestly, a lot of the people who are super good like they have no personality whatsoever. Correct. So we have a couple of members of Super Average Gaming who are amazing at what they do. Mm-hmm. They're amazing players. I've told them they're not allowed to be in it. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I've told them. I've told them that you're off brand and you need to rein it in. Um, but actually, one of the things that they do is that they're huge at one game, mm-hmm. but they have they try to branch out into other games too. And they may struggle at that game, but the one thing that they have is the fact that they are entertaining and that they can get any job done anyway. And so, for example, one of my best friends in streaming, Kinzenite, he, mm-hmm. is, a, he is a former pro Halo player. He competed 
on main stage at the uh, the last competition in St. Louis with Antimatter Gaming. He decided he's not going to stream Halo anymore. Well, he's not going to competitively stream Halo anymore. And so what he does, he streams racing games, and then whenever he gets subs or follows or that kind of thing, he sits there and he'll play his guitar. Mm, okay. He becomes he becomes interesting in another way. And so that's my whole... my One of my big things is, like, if you can't be good, be interesting. Right. I may not sound like it, but I am a little bit eccentric. I have blue hair right now. I have a big old beard. And so I try to not rely as heavily on my gaming because I can't use that as a crutch, so I have to be entertaining somehow. <laughs> I, I mean, your, your look has definitely evolved with your stream and mm-hmm. I, like uh, last night it was one of the first times I stopped in your chat now I've watched your stream throughout the years uh, throughout the couple years you know watching that develop but I've, I haven't really had time to jump in the chat you know because I've kind of had the lurk machine as you call it on yep. um, uh, but yeah last night when I actually jumped back in the chat and actually watched what was going on I mean just your just your camera and your microphone and what you have going on of the shot of just you in the screen has changed. How did you go about doing that? So when I first started streaming, I don't have a PC. I have a Mac that's old, and so it's not great. It has a built-in camera. I couldn't use that on Xbox because Xbox's Twitch app is a pain in the ass, and you have to use a Kinect. Right, that's what I so, use. Yeah, so I have the Kinect. And so I just had the little image down in the corner of me sitting in front of my Xbox, and it was kind of dark and whatever. And so I actually was given a PC by a friend. It's a piece of junk, but it does what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a cheap camera. Cheap webcams you can get really easily. I use the uh, the Logitech C920. It's a great camera, really inexpensive. One of the biggest things about it, though, is you can green screen with it. Mm. And so that's that. honestly one of the main reasons I got it. I also found out that you have to have a lot of light when you're using a green screen. And I was like, man, I can't drop 200 bucks for these Elgato key lights that are super awesome. Right. So instead, I ran the super average route, and I went to Walmart, and I bought LED under-cabinet mounting and under-cabinet mounted lights, and they do just as good of a job. So my whole thing is, like, you don't have to be this super elite, super expensive stream. You can be super average and still get the job done. Right. Absolutely. And and honestly, like, looking at your stream with your green screen, with your green screen effect, and I love that you have your microphone right there, too, so uh, people can see that. Because microphones are huge, too, because, you know, they yeah. pick up a... The microphone that you have picks up a lot more than, you know, per se, what a gaming microphone would pick up. It's a huge difference. Yeah, and I use a Snowball mic for that. I don't use the $90 even Yeti mic that ever, that a lot of people use. I use the $50 Snowball that you just got to tweak the settings on a little bit and you can make it sound better. So I want people to know, like, you don't have to have the biggest investment monetarily. You can use that investment in smart ways to get the same product. Absolutely. Um so obviously we see where you're at now. What is your goal, you know, so, with your stream? So my goal personally, above the affiliate level in Twitch, is something called the partner level. Right. I would love to be there someday. 
So what's the difference between affiliate and partner? So affiliate is like the main first tier level of earning money on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, you you get money from subs, you get money from bits, which are like a penny per bit. It's just a simple way to throw a little bit of change at a, at a uh, streamer. Mm-hmm. A partner level, you actually can put ads out there. You can put you actually get more from the each subscription. But the biggest thing is that, like, you have that verified check mark. And right. so it says, I'm, I'm backed by Twitch. Okay. So in order to get that, you have to have 75 concurrent viewers. You have to stream for a certain amount of time, a certain amount of days per month. But it's not just like a, hey, I hit this. It's, hey, I hit this plus I've applied for it and Twitch has said yes. So that's, eventually that's my goal. But more than that, though, is to grow the community that I have. Mm -hmm. Whether it be my personal channel, which would be awesome, or my bigger goal is to grow everybody else's channel that's associated with Super Average Gaming. Absolutely. Because I, I, I mean, I know I'm not top tier. I know there's more amazing people out there. I know there's more entertaining people out there. And I, I want to get the people who deserve that attention mm-hmm. out there. Like, Flip. I'm a fly fresh Flip. Mark. Mm-hmm. He's a hell of a streamer. He can, like, he's a hell of a gamer. He just needs that assistance to get the name out there and that kind of thing. So, yeah. So, yeah I mean. I absolutely, and that that's great, you know, because you know I, I I had you uh, I had you invite Mark because I know he's someone. You know, obviously, I, I do the uh, crap game podcast with him, and he's my yeah. guest on last week, so I know he's you know definitely messing around trying to go that route, see where it takes him. But yeah, this is definitely a way um, for people who aren't exactly sure, you know, what they're doing yet, because you know you have a huge you know different options to go through on your channel, you know, advice channels, uh, non-affiliate streamers, uh, the, the affiliate streamers, this is where they post, uh, very well organized, and I just I just love the flow of everything and how you have it going on right now. Um, now, so you have the community going, you're trying to get that going up right now. Uh, do you have any other projects other than your uh, individual stream channel and the community that uh, you, you're focusing on or about to focus on? Um, I'm really, really trying to push this uh, part of our stream that is stream feedback. Um, so people, I, I have it in the community where you can come and you can say, hey, I, I need that little bit of feedback to my stream. I need to figure out what I can do to, to make it better. Um, and so that's one big thing that I'm doing there. Outside of the... Outside of the uh, community or the twitch stream itself i'm i'm a dad i'm a gamer dad right and so like a lot of my outside time is spent on that Mm -hmm. um so of course helping my kids have a better life that's my biggest my biggest uh like focus but once they go to sleep it's all about it's all about super average gaming man absolutely i love that man um so Obviously, you know, with you being a dad, it, it can't be the easiest. So how how do you how do you work in your stream schedule? Do you, like you just said, do you wait for them to go to sleep before you uh, put that headset on all the time? Every time. Um. So there's some nights where one of the kids, I have a seven and eight, seven and an eight year old, um, 
one, every once in a while, one of them just doesn't want to go to sleep. Um, and I'm like, man, you're messing with my stream schedule. But then I'm like, you know what? I got to be there for him. And so I will send out a text or I'll send out a tweet saying, hey, stream's going to be delayed. I got I got to be I got to be dad. I got to be dad gamer instead of gamer dad. So um, but then I'll say, hey, look, we're starting up as soon as they go to bed. Let's go. Um, so there's that. And then, of course, that means that my streams are normally later at night. Uh, so my scheduled start time is 9.30 p.m. Eastern on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. But sometimes that's, of course, pushed back a little bit later. Right. So one of the things I really like to get to know about people, uh, you know, you told me a little bit of your goals, where you want to go, but I want to know where it starts. What what is your driving motive factor? You know, obviously you touch on your kids. You're a huge family man. You're always about you know taking care of the family first before putting the heads on, which I love. Uh, but but what is it every day when you wake up? This is the driving factor that gets you going to be where you want to be. Okay, so when I when I was growing up, my biggest thing was helping others. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of my parents come from teaching backgrounds, and so like the biggest thing there was educating others and helping other people out Uh, my mom was also involved in a couple different things where um, she would help others like she would uh, we would build a house in a week in rural Kentucky uh, and she would be the one cooking for everybody and so there's that and my dad does uh, audits on people's uh, like energy efficiency just to make sure that the world is a better place that way um and so that is my driving force is to help other people um unfortunately when my mom passed away in november of 2017 it kind of put a damper on my uh my love for the the world as far as like man why does this have to happen to me and then one of my buddies was like dude take that love that she showed you how to how to put that love into the world and give it to other people mm-hmm. and that is my what I see as my calling in life is to just help other people and I found that there was this little niche part of the gaming industry this little niche part of the streaming industry where I can maybe get, make I can help a couple people mm-hmm. um, and so far in the last month of super average gaming we've gotten three people kind of four, um, through the non-affiliate promotion to become affiliates of Twitch. And so now they're able to start making money on Twitch and spread their love throughout everything else. So that's my driving force. That's awesome, man. That's absolutely beautiful. And, you know, uh, uh, obviously I, I don't, I don't enjoy hearing people having to face adversity, but I do love seeing how people overcome said adversity and uh brother I, I i really love the direction you're going you know obviously with your stream and obviously i'm a huge fan of super average gaming because you know I, I recently became a member mm-hmm. um man I'm, I'm just super happy with what you have going on right now and thank you I, I'm, I'm super excited i can call you a friend and uh, a mentor in the streaming world and i love it man yeah all right, well, I know you got to get going. You got to go do your dad thing. Uh, I got to go pick up one of the kids to, from school to go take him to the doctor. 
Before I let you go, do me a favor. Uh, remind the listeners exactly where they can find you, social media-wise and Twitch-wise. Uh, you can find me at, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jason Colliver. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jason Colliver. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Gaming Super AVG, which is the Super Average Gaming Twitter. Um, and then I will give Chris the link to put in the show notes for the Super Average Gaming Discord. Uh, and those are really the spots where I'm super active on uh, social media. And you can hit me up there and we can discuss futures of streaming from anybody. Awesome, man. I'll definitely be putting the uh, the link to the Discord on the uh, podcast information. Uh, definitely get the name of Super Average Gaming out there and you know, get you some more love on that stream as yes, well. Yes, thank you. But, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, been a big help to me so far in the streaming world, and I can't wait to spread the love in return. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, man. All right, man. You have a great one. You too, bud. So, guys, that's going to do it for today's edition of Neg Derp's Nest. Um, I'm super happy, uh, about this interview with Jason, you know, he's definitely been helping me on the path of streaming and I'm just excited to see not only where I go with streaming, but where he goes with streaming and also this super average gaming community. Um, if you guys are, you know, looking to get into streaming or you're looking to just get started and need to know how and what you need to do to get where you want to be, join Super Average Gaming. Um, it's a good community. I've been in it for just a bit now, but it's great. Everyone uh, communicates well. People jump in each other's streams and help out. Uh, long story short, if you're looking to get in streaming, join the community. Um, now, to touch on for future episodes, um, just like you know the past two, past few actually, I- I'm really looking to get, you know, some entrepreneurs on here, uh, some people who are really looking to promote their brand, you know. Uh, so reach out to me. Let me know if you're trying to be a guest on here. We can talk some wrestling, talk your uh, talk your projects going on. But other than that, guys, this is it. Another great episode. I appreciate it. Until next time. <laughs>